This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where personal spiritual growth is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion, where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with God, others, and ourselves. What's poppin', practitioners? Hey, hey, hey. How y'all doing? How you doing? How's the practice going? No, it doesn't work. I want to do something off of that. I'm still trying. Let me know. Let me know in the discussion board if you have something that that we can play off practices with. Yeah, let me know. We don't need to waste time thinking oh, about it. Oh, I got it. What? Are you practicing? No. No, no. Well, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we will figure it out. But we are continuing our our prayers. Our study, our series on prayer. And as I said last week, I one of my deepest core desires is that Wellhouse Church would be a place of prayer. Yeah. And I am learning more and more. Remember, we're we're a new church. We're still not even a year old. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, we're still not even a year old. Yeah. It feels like we've been doing this for We're not a even half a year old. Yeah. I mean, this is only like 24 weeks. We yeah. are not even half a year old. Yeah. Um And so I'm still learning how to model this, but I first and foremost, like I deeply want Wallace Church to be a place of prayer. Mm. And and so we want to do this series where we teach prayer, where we talk about prayer, where we show you how to pray. But honestly, I have forgot I had forgotten the value, necessity, and power of prayer. Yeah. Spontaneous prayer is really difficult for me. It's hard for me too. But I'm also learning this necessary. Yeah. Um, and so I've done a lot of other prayers and, and, and I, I've always prayed, but I don't know that I've always play, prayed fervently Yeah. and knowing your prayer arsenal, your prayer a repertoire, um, is what it takes to pray fervently, to pray without ceasing. Well, that was the piece that I was going to say is wrap it back around to the first piece or the first episode we talked about that pray without ceasing. Right. It doesn't mean fall to your knees and pray for 24 hours a day. Right. Um, because then when would you get anything done? Right. Right. When would you go enact the gospel in Correct. the world? Um, when would you give to the needy? When would you share the gospel? When would you... Yeah. You know, when would you do the thing, the other things that God has asked of us? Exactly. Um, so with that, um, you need different methods of prayer. Correct. That that help you get to that place. Correct. And one of those is the centering prayer. Yeah, this is a uniquely contemplative style of prayer. Yeah. And if you grew up in fundamentalism, 
or maybe not even just fundamentalism, but more conservative expressions of faith. Yeah. It's likely that you don't know about contemplative prayer at all. That's probably true. Um, I honestly hadn't heard about whatever contemplative prayer was until about a year ago. Yeah. Contemplative prayer is a uniquely meditative slash contemplative. Before I knew what it was, I called it think prayer. Mm. Um, and it was just me allowing my thoughts to have a place as prayer. Yeah. That's really what contemplative prayer is, except that contemplative contemplative prayer versus what I used to call think prayer, while they're close, they're not the same. Because I would allow myself to think about any number of things and use those as prayers right. to God. Contemplative prayer would be uniquely looking at and contemplating the person of God in your life and in relationship to you. Yeah. So the centering prayer, which is what we're going to talk about today, as you probably have already been able to tell from the title of this episode, but the centering prayer is uniquely contemplative prayer that's all about the quiet stillness, the peace of God that comes with centering ourselves specifically in a attribute of God. Yeah. So the love of God, the grace of God, and we find ourselves uniquely positioned resting in the presence of God and gazing at the character of God in the centering prayer. And let's note real quick, because this prayer is going to sound strange to some of you, probably. Um, I love what Adele did here in the in the very beginning. She said it's not new. It's not right? new. It's not this new age spiritual thing. It's not like, new. Not um, at all. It's something that's been done for a long time. Um, and, um, yeah, it, it's just this thing to bring you back right and so fundamentally um the idea is that you pick a word or a phrase or something from scripture and you meditate on it right you you repeat it over and over again allowing your thoughts to fall back to the back of your mind and you focus on this one thing yeah, um, I think I think that's the piece that's that's most important to garner from the centering prayer is that I'm reading this book right now called The Relentless Pursuit of Hurry by mm-hmm. John Mark Comer. And it is extremely revelatory. It's extremely good, like the whole thing. I love everything that it's doing and what John Mark Comer is trying to do. But like we are busy people. Yeah. And in busyness, in the pursuit of busyness, and even not necessarily in busyness, I know a ton of people that are not really busy in their life, mm-hmm. but they waste time on their phone or watching TV or using and engaging in electronics, things that are not life-giving at the rate that they use them at. Right. And then they go, oh, I'm busy. I never have any time. No. Because we have this innate desire to be busy, 
and we garner and judge everything and and largely judge our self-worth based on how busy and needed we are. Yeah. We end up all over the place with our thoughts. We're scattered, we're busy. We're, we're thinking about a million things. We're doing a million things. We're run, 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 nonstop. No. Centering prayer says, hey, my mind is in chaos. My spirit is in chaos. I need a moment to like get rid of that. I need a moment to put that aside so that I can center myself in the presence of God yeah. and be still. You remember that song, Just Say Jesus by Seventh Time Down? No. I know what those words mean independent <laughs> of one another, but <laughs> it, this, I know what those words mean separately. <laughs> so Seventh Time Down is a band that was moderately popular. Um, they were a, a, a Christian pop rock band, sort of. Okay. Um, and um, they came out with this song called Just Say Jesus. And it's just a reminder that when life gets chaotic, when life becomes overwhelming, mm. just say Jesus. Mm. Yeah. When when you feel the enemy attacking you, yeah. just say Jesus. Yeah. Right? And that is a form of the centering prayer. Yeah. Right? Where you just contemplate just on the name Jesus. Yeah. Right? Just the power that that name carries. Mm. If you just focus on that, it can be centering. It can focus you on uh, peace, yeah. on mercy, on grace. Um, it can focus on love. on love. That's where I was going. It can focus you on love. It can focus you on justice. Yeah. Um, Any attribute of God that you're in need of, mm. That's, that's causing you anxiety, that's causing you hurry, that's causing you um, distress, yeah. uncomfortable, like any of those things, the centering prayer allows us to focus on that, put ourselves in the presence of that attribute of God mm. and say, God, give me over to your heart in this area. Yeah. Still me in your presence. I, you know, I can't tell you I'm I'm in therapy right now and I'm fixing to start some more therapy, but it, it's it's become revealed to me in therapy that I have a, a work and money addiction. Hmm. And I didn't know that. Um it, it comes from a number of things that happened in my childhood. But in that there's a lot of times that I don't have faith that God is provider. Mm. because I grew up poor and I feel like I need to earn my provision. I need to work for me to have something rather than trusting in the Lord to give freely. Yeah. And so over the last couple of weeks, I've really used the centering prayer to look at God as provider, to look at God as my provision and Three days ago, something happened that was just totally like out of this world, never would have imagined what could happen, and God provided. Mm -hmm. You can use the centering prayer 
as a place to still your heart in anything that causes you anxiety, even in places of sin. I'm a firm believer that addiction to anything is sin. Absolutely. My addiction to work and money is sin. Yeah. And so by forcing myself to use the centering prayer to calm my anxieties and trust in God to be provider, God met me in spite of my sin. Yeah. It is a unique place that whatever causes us anxiety, whatever hurries our mind, whatever forces a blockade between us and God, we can go back to God and say, God, I I need your presence of whatever to meet me here and now, to still my heart, calm my spirit, and make me, force me to focus upon you, your character, and who you are and who you're asking me to be. Yeah. I think the centering prayer is extremely valuable in lots of ways. All of these prayer practices are are extremely valuable. Um, but this one is valuable in a different way because it allows you to stop and f- focus. Yeah. Tune in to who God is. Um, and that's what makes this prayer different. Yeah. Um, if, if, so like a, a, a good one, um, would be, oh man, like, oh, oh, gold example. If you just lost someone that you loved, a good centering prayer for you might be to contemplate on Jesus wept. Mm, yeah. One he, of remorse. Yeah. Jesus wept. Even yeah. Jesus mourned. Yeah. And allow that to fuel your mourning. Allow that to help you get through. Allow that to remind you that Jesus understands. Yeah. I think... I might even go so far as to say any emotion. Oh, definitely any you emotion. Can do if you're angry, yep. there are a lot of times where we're told God was angry. There are times we're told Jesus was angry. Yeah. Um, I mean, the temple with the whip and... Yeah, grief, sadness, sickness, yeah. ailments, you know, poverty. There are times where Jesus had no place to lay his head. I mean... We know that, that vulnerability... Um, the reason it's so helpful is because when you're vulnerable, you find other people that are struggling with the same thing that you're doing, that that's you're right. struggling with. I, and it's, it's being that God has experienced all of these same things as you, you can find that in him. You can find that connection in him. Yeah. I'm, I'm going through something personally right now that's, it's hitting pretty deep to my core. Um, And as I said from the beginning of this prayer series, I'm going to try to be vulnerable with you guys. Um, This is just something that's like I'm not ready to share publicly yet, but I'm dealing with something very, very big in my life right now. And I, when it first started happening, I remember crying out to God going, God, you don't understand. 
Like you can't possibly understand. But he does. But then God recalled to my mind a passage in scripture where God uses the same language that I was feeling in reference to not one time, multiple times of his experience with the people of God. And I just remember going, oh my gosh. And using the centering prayer as a moment to go, Lord, not only will you just comfort me through this, but like, will you be present in revealing to me that you understand my grief, that you understand my pain, my hurt, my confusion? Will you just be present with me in, in, in empathizing with me in those areas? Reveal to me who you are as comforter. Just the general understanding or just the general knowledge that God understands. Yeah. Um, one isn't talked about as much as it should be. Correct. Two, he does, right? And and that can feel like a safety blanket. Oh, yeah. Like just, I, I like to, to talk about this concept as um, like a big old hug from God. Mm, yeah. Just this, where you just fall apart in his arms. Yeah. And the centering prayer is a way to do that. Yeah. So the thing that I want to leave us with is Adele Calhoun gives us a short method for centering prayer. It's seven steps. Step one, set aside a minimum of 15 minutes, increasing the time as you can. Set a timer if that helps you to be less concerned about when to stop. Step two, Settle into a comfortable position. Three, intentionally place yourself in the presence of God in the center of his love. Four, choose a simple word, phrase, or verse from scripture that expresses your desire for God. Examples are love, peace, grace, Jesus, the great shepherd. Let this word guard your attention. Five, take time to become quiet. It's not unusual for the first few minutes to be filled with many noisy thoughts. Don't worry about them or pay attention to them. Let them go. Gently return your attention to the center of God's presence and love by repeating your word. When your thoughts wander, let them drop to the bottom of your mind. Don't go after them. Gently return to the presence of Christ through repeating your word. Let the word draw your attention back to Jesus. Be with Jesus. Listen. Be still. When distractions persist, let one of the following images help you return to Jesus. Imagine that God's river of life runs through you. Deep down, the river is calm and slow, but on the surface, there's rushing and debris. Imagine your distracting thoughts are part of the debris floating in the current. Don't try to capture these thoughts. Release them and let the river of God's life carry them away. Anytime you're distracted, let the distractions go with the river. 
gently return to the presence of Christ with your prayer word. Or imagine that you are visiting a friend who lives on a busy city street. Because it is a warm day, the windows are open, and all the noise and bustle of life float into the room through the window. At times you are conscious of sirens or people talking or children laughing, but your attention is devoted to your friend and you do not let your mind follow the sounds outside. As you meet with Jesus, acknowledge the noisy distractions that pull at your attention, but continually return to the moment with Jesus through your prayer word. Step six, rest in the center of God's love. Trust that the Holy Spirit who abides in the depths of your spirit to connect you with God. Seven, take several minutes to come out of prayer. Don't hurry. Breathe in the presence of Christ. Offer yourself to God for the tasks awaiting you. Examples are saying, I am yours or remain.